Okay, so we will continue with the birth of Lord Krishna. This is uh, Canto 10, Part 1, Chapter 3, and we had completed up to text 45. Now we are doing 46. So, yesterday was more on the spiritual aspects of life, and uh, today what we are going to do is we will close this chapter very soon. Sukhdev Goswami said, after thus instructing his father and mother, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna, remained silent. In this presence, by his internal energy, he then transformed himself into a small human child. In other words, he transformed himself into the original form. Krishna to Bhagwan Avaswaya. So basically, what happens is, they get a vision, the parents get a vision about the divine aspect of the Lord and the divine aspect of the Lord tells them that don't worry, everything will be fine. I have taken birth over here and now I shall go back as a child so that the, I can continue with my work. Understand the Lord always comes for doing some sort of a work in this world. There's some sort of a changes. That is very, very important. It was there in the Bhagavad Gita also where he is clearly mentioned that. Thereafter, exactly when Vasudev being inspired by the Supreme Personality of Godhead was about to take the newborn child from the delivery room, Yoga Maya, the Lord's spiritual energy took birth as the daughter of the wife of Nanda Maharaj. Simultaneously what happens? Always remember, the Lord always comes with His divine potency. Always the divine potency is around the divine Lord. The reason is because it is it's, creates an illusion in this world. It's an illusory potency. It's called the power. The power of creating something quite different which you cannot understand in the normal course of the life. So, Yoga Maya has taken birth in Nanda Maharaj's household. By the influence of Yoga Maya, all the doorkeepers fell asleep. Their senses unable to work and the other inhabitants of the house also fell deeply asleep. When the sun rises, the darkness automatically disappears. Similarly, when Vasudev appeared, the closed doors, which were strongly pinned with iron and locked with iron chains, opened automatically. Since the clouds in the sky were mildly thundering and showering, Anantanag, an expansion of the Supreme Personality of God, had followed Vasudev, beginning from the door with hoods explained to protect Vasudev and the transcendental child. Incidentally, Anantashesh is also born at that time as Balaram. But here, what we are talking about is we have the Sheshna basically following the Lord because he has to protect him from the river water. The water is surging above. Because of constant rain sent by the demigod Indra, the river Yamuna was filled with deep water, foaming about with at first fiercely whirling waves. But as the great Indian Ocean had formerly given way to Lord Ramchandra, by allowing him to construct a bridge, the river Yamuna gave way to Vasudev and allowed him to cross. He has to cross the Yamuna and go on to the other side. When Vasudev reached the house of Nanda Maharaj, he saw that all the cowherd men were fast asleep. Thus he placed his own son on the bed of Yashoda, picking up her daughter in an expansion of Yogamaya and then returned to the residence, the prison house of Kamsa. Now, many people have said that why this kind of a discrepancy between the male child and the female child? Those who are the feminist type, they will always ask this kind of a question. Let me put it this way, you know, if I, if everybody, those who understand the aspect of karma, let us put it this way. If you understand karma, if the wife or the husband, you know, there are two people, let us say a man and a woman. The woman is at a receiving end and the man is at the giving end. Correct? Now, if you are the Lord, what is it that you will expect them to be in the next life? It will be a reversal of roles, isn't it? The man will become a woman and the woman will become a man. So that the roles are reversed and so that there is proper judgment given. So if there is any discrepancy of that sort, so the man may become a woman or a woman may become a man. It depends on that. So. If you have to give a certain amount of justice, this is how you will give, isn't it? So, actually if you look at it from that point of view, Yoga Maya has taken birth. She is called the potency of the Lord. 
she is a devi she is not a human aspect of it by the way she is an illusory object which is been created so that this smooth flow of the his, this historical thing will happen vasudev placed the female child on the bed of devaki bound his legs with the iron shackles and thus remained there as before so in the dead of the night all this has happened and nobody knows what has transpired exhausted by the labor of childbirth yashoda was overwhelmed with sleep and unable to understand what kind of child has been born to her so the lady who had given birth to yogamaya was completely exhausted by the pain and she falls asleep and nobody actually understands what has happened this is a illusory potency of the lord it creates this kind of an illusion so we have come to the end of the chapter so now we will do chapter 4 this is the atrocities of king kamsa now kamsa is the person who had put his sister and his brother in law in jail correct and they had the son krishna born but he has gone and transferred the son over to the other side where nanda maharaj is and from there he has picked up another child that was born over there to him to the uh, to yashoda and brought it and put it next to devaki now next morning what it happens we will see so we are doing chapter 4 canto 10 part 1 the atrocities of king kamsa sukdev goswami continue my dear king parikshit the doors inside and outside the house closed as before thereafter the inhabitants of the house especially the watchmen heard the crying of the newborn child and thus awakened from their beds so now next morning what happens the child is crying and naturally it wakes up everybody thereafter all the watchmen very quickly approached king kamsa the ruler of the bhoja dynasty and submitted the news to the birth of devaki's child kamsa who had awaited this news very anxiously immediately took action so he is going to take certain action now what is that action that he is going to take let us go and see kamsa immediately got up from the bed thinking here is kala the supreme time factor which had taken birth to kill me thus overwhelmed kamsa his head scattered over his head at once approached the place where the child has has been born devaki helplessly piteously appealed to kamsa my dear brother all good fortune unto you don't kill this girl she will be your daughter in law indeed it is unworthy of you to kill a woman my dear brother by the influence of destiny you have already killed many babies each of them as bright and beautiful as fire but kindly spare this daughter give her to me as your gift my lord my brother i am very poor being bereft of all my children but still i am your younger sister and therefore it would be worthy of you to give me this last child as gift sukdev goswami continued piteously embracing her daughter and crying devaki begged krishna kamsa for the child but he was so cruel that he chastised her and forcibly snatched the child away from her hands having uprooted all relationship with his sister because of intense selfishness kamsa who was sitting on his knees grasped the newborn child by the legs and tried to dash her against the surface of a stone the child yogamaya devi the younger sister of lord vishnu slipped upwards from kamsa's hand and appeared in the sky as devi the goddess durga with eight arms completely equipped with weapons so if you recollect we were discussing earlier that parvati or the form that takes birth is a form of durga it's it's the potency of the lord is durga in the sense it contains all the potencies all the powers possible in this world there is a lot of controversy going on today in india about the durga's birth over here <laughs> there is somebody who is claiming that she is durga so anyway here the real durga has taken birth in another place she was brought to this place and kamsa has now taken her and he is trying to dash her and she slips from his hand the goddess durga had decorated with flower garlands now she stands over there in the form of durga and there what does she do she is decorated with flower garlands smeared with sandalwood pulp and dressed with excellent garments and ornaments made of valuable jewels holding in her ha- hand a bow 
a trident, arrow, shield, sword, conch shell, disc and a club and being praised by celestial beings like Apsaras, Kinnaras, Uragas, Siddhas, Charanas and Gandharvas who worshipped her with all kinds of presentation, she spoke as follows. O Kamsa, you fool, what will be the use of killing me? The Supreme Personality of Godhead who has been your enemy for the very beginning and who will certainly kill you has already taken his birth somewhere else. Therefore, do not unnecessarily kill other children. After speaking to Kamsa in this way, the goddess Durga, that is Yogamaya, appeared in different places such as Varanasi and became celebrated by the different names as Annapurna, Durga, Kali and Bhadra. Now, these are the different aspects of her which became famous. Now, if this verse is there in, in this book, naturally it will tell you that two of the oldest cities in the, in the world one which was mentioned, it is called Indraprastha, if you remember. Huh? The second one that is mentioned over there is Ayodhya. Or maybe the third one over here mentioned just now is Varanasi or Banaras. The Banaras has been in confluence of the river for many, many thousands of years. So, she appears over there also. Alright? Now, she appears over there and at various other places. That is what is mentioned. After hearing the words of the goddess Durga, Kamsa was struck with wonder. Thus he approached his sister Devikki and brother-in-law Vasudev, released them immediately from their shackles and very humbly spoke as follows. Alas, my sister, alas, my brother-in-law, I am indeed so sinful that exactly like a man-eater who eats his own child, I have killed so many sons born to you. So, he is showing false tears just now. Being merciless and cruel, I have forsaken all my relatives and friends. Therefore, like a person who has killed a Brahmana, I do not know to which planet I shall go, either after death or while breathing. Alas, not only human beings, but sometimes even providence lies. And I am so sinful that I believe the omen of providence and killed so many of my sister's children. O great soul, your children have suffered their own misfortune. Therefore, please do not lament for them. All living entities are under the control of the Supreme and they cannot always live together. You know, these kind of lines are always spoken by all the false prophets also. Those who know the false prophets, false prophets are those people who use spiritual texts for their own benefits. What they do is, they will give you some panda which they have learned from somewhere. Like the distortion of the texts. You will find that Today in this world, there are lots of people who are talking about the earth got created 6,500 years ago. This verse is there in the Bible and it is getting misinterpreted like nobody's business. What is mentioned over there is completely different. The story begins with Adam and Eve. You got the point? The story begins with Adam and Eve. Now. Let us assume that there is, a, there is an island somewhere and then there are two men, a man and a woman on that island and the story begins from there. Does it mean that the whole thing is from there? Yes, that story has begun from there. The things have started from there. Does not mean that the, the creation of this universe has happened at that point in time? No, we are not talking about that. When the mention is there that God created this universe and so on and so forth is actually there is no time factor taken into consideration. People use the human time factor. But you cannot use human factor called time over there because time is not at all existent. I think yesterday we were, we were doing that in a theory where time can be bent. So these theories have to be put aside. So here also what is happening is Kamsa is using certain knowledge that he has. He says, you know, finally at the end of the day, what am I? I am just a tool in the hands of God and somebody is getting killed. You know, the God must be wanting me to kill them. That is why I am killing them. So, so do you get the point? So tomorrow you may go and rob somebody and say, you know, God made me do this. You know, after all, that is destiny. I was supposed to rob you. Is that how it is? Destiny is never like that. See, destiny is... I have explained destiny many a times and I have told you all also how this thing works in a very simplistic format. But people can distort any words from anywhere. You know, you can cut a, a piece of, uh, you know, 
a sentence from here and stuck stick it somewhere else and you know you can make the person look bad also or if you want you can make the person look good you will find that there are many words which are you know please go to your facebook page and go to at least 10 of your friends and see every day they are cut pasting you know so many uh, they are giving uh, links to so many quotes q o t s quotes from different different places i mean i don't know how many people read it and actually follow what is written over there but our quote looks good very good very good i know huh. so the quote looks good so you put it up on your post so that is very nice and these quotes are emerson had written and this had written and rafael has said this and this fellow has said shakespeare said half of the time it is not said by anybody but you can put somebody's name over there and it looks become very nice very nice very nice you know there are so many stories which i keep on telling you about ram krishna ji ram krishna ji says in when he is talking to his disciples he says you know i heard this story somewhere he talks about the story of the stone he talks the story about the the sage and his disciple these stories are picked up from there and they say oh buddha said this story somebody else will say no 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 not buddha somebody else said this story and then somebody else tell this story i'm sure there are many stories which also you must have heard you know like uh, uh, there's a story about this man you can see four footprints in sand and then there are two footprints this story has become so famous that it is attributed to everybody including jesus christ jesus christ didn't have time to talk at that point in time okay he had a very limited point in time and think about it if you have to give a speech for one hour whatever what are you going to do you're giving them thousand stories or what don't even have that much amount of time then a few days ago when we had gone to one uh, uh, one place uh, which is very famous for this buddhist um, monastery it's a buddhist monastery there we saw certain books which are saying that oh this verse is said by buddha that verse is said by buddha so many things okay strangely buddha was the only person who used to talk last everybody would take the if there was a mic you can imagine all the all the politicians clamoring for the mic and the poor buddha is sitting behind over there okay half of his time his eyes are closed so we don't know whether he is listening or not listening but he was giving one sentence somewhere and the people attributed the entire day speech to him and it became a sutra you know sutra okay and then the sutras were then dissected bisected thrown bits pieces here there you know think about it like this one very small story was written let us say the tempest or let us say uh, romeo and juliet one story one tiny story got written and there are at least 20000 books written on that one story you know that how many people have gone and dissected it is like the bhagavad gita one 18 chapter itna sa chota sa book and there are i think tens of thousands of people who have written on that there is nothing there so now you understand misinterpretation or interpretation from whomsoever's point of view distorting the words and all that that keeps on happening your job is to go to the bare text bare text so that is the reason why i am not doing this entire book if i have to do this entire book it will i think you will have to keep on coming back again i i will not even finish it by <laughs> so better you just listen to the bare text so understand this the bare text is all that we do because that those are the basic words which have got written by the lord in his own format so distortion happens so what happens kamsa is doing this kind of a distortion so he is you know just imagine him uh, being a great actor uh, in see in our films we have all the villains in the world like uh, amrish puri shakti kapoor and all imagine now they are acting very nicely oh great souls your children have suffered you know like he is with emotion he is talking but you the audience knows very well ye to bada villain hai <laughs> so understand kamsa is like that so he is talking like this 
Your children have suffered their own misfortune. Therefore, please do not lament for them. All living entities are under the control of the Supreme and they cannot always live together. In this world, we can see that pots, dolls and other products of the earth appear, break and then disappear. He is giving philosophy. Mixing with the earth. Similarly, the bodies of all the conditioned living entities are annihilated. But the living entities like the earth itself are unchanging and never annihilated. So, he is giving a theory where he has gone and slaughtered everybody. Tomorrow, believe all those you know terrorists out there, they come with this kind of a philosophy. And they tell you, you know, no, no, that the Lord told us to go, go and kill everybody over there. So, I am doing it in the, in the name of the Lord. At the end of the day, where is everybody going? They are going back to the earth only, no? They are either getting buried or they are getting burned. So, from the earth you have come and you are going back into the earth. So, there is nothing lost. Go and try to tell them to their own children and their own parents and all that and then there will be trouble. Now, Kamsa had two wives. Okay, Kamsa had two wives. And these two wives were, they were the daughters of one king who is going to become one of his greatest enemies in the future. Now, if Kamsa is uh, killed, naturally his family is going to get upset or no. At that time, you think Krishna will go and tell them, don't worry, he's just gone to the earth, he's just gone to the dust, everything is fine, you know. God has taken care of him. And you think the wife will be happy with it? And look at this guy, he's giving them philosophy. Try to giving person philosophy when the person is angry. Angry person is gone, but uh, say, person is angry or the person is upset or somebody is died and try to give them some fundu philosophy and that fellow will give you two tight slaps. So, what nonsense are you talking? But here these people are in the jail, so they have to listen to his crap. So, <laughs> they are both listening. So, one who does not understand the constitutional position of the body and the soul, he is giving body and soul becomes too attached to the bodily concept of life. Consequently, because of attachment to the body and its byproducts, he feels affected by union with the separation from his family, society and nation. As long as this continues, one continues his material life. Otherwise, one is liberated. It is something which can be, you know, distorted to such a level. They are all humans. Everybody is human. And we have emotions. You know, human beings have emotions. If somebody has killed seven children of yours before this, mercilessly, and then you are saying that everything happens by the will of God, do you think anybody is going to accept it? Nobody will. Absolutely nobody will. But there is a story, the story is very simply this, that you have to know this, if somebody is suffering, we should never tell them some philosophy of of ours. Understand that. Don't try to give them some fundu philosophy at that point in time. On the contrary, try to understand that they have a pain and they have to be, you know, the pain has to be elevated, we have to remove that pain, that's it. That is all that you need to do. We cannot give them fundu philosophies, thinking that, oh, I am a spiritual person, let me give them about God and all these things. No, no. Try to understand their point of view and try to pacify them in a different way. Once they are in a position to understand, once they have gone over to the side of the spiritual, then you can try telling them some things on the spiritual format. Otherwise, don't try. Don't even try. Alright? So, my dear sister, Devaki, all good fortune unto you. Everyone suffers and everyone enjoys the result of his own work under the control of providence. Therefore, although your sons have unfortunately been killed by me, please do not lament for them. Now imagine these kind of words we are being told to the mother. Do you really believe that the mother is in a position to think about these kind of things? I'm sorry if somebody says that, you know, Oh, I have killed your eight, seven children, you know, I'm sorry, it is all God's doing, so we let us leave it to God. 
Now you please uh, go on on your own and take care, God will take care of you. But what about you idiot who has killed all these seven children, what to do with you? You know, if I was the mother, I would like to make his chicken kurma or tandoori and do something to him. I mean, naturally her son is going to do that. <laughs> but at that point in time, she would want to slaughter this guy. But this is how he is talking. So that is the reason why I never talk this kind of language to people who cannot listen or cannot understand. Somebody is angry, don't try to pacify the person by saying, giving some philosophy. Never try pacification by some philosophy. Don't say, karma ki wajah se sab hota hai, bhagwan ki wajah se sab hota hai. Bhagwan ki wajah se, ek rakke dega, baad mein tere bhagwan ne tere ko meri taraf se maara hai, jille. That person will say to you, is that okay with you? <laughs> so, you can't say those words. So, understand this, that you have to become very Compassionate. It's a very important word which Buddha had taught. Compassion. That is why he is called the master of compassion. You know, I'm sure, you know, Mr. Britto sir has photographed the compassionate Buddha very nicely. You can put one compassionate Buddha photo also. So, in the bodily conception of life, one remains in darkness without self-realization thinking I am being killed or I have killed my enemies. As long as foolish person thus considers the self to be the killer or the killed, he continues to be responsible for material obligations and consequently he suffers the reaction of happiness and distress. Now, this is something which you need to know and it's a very important verse which we have to do. Think about it. Here we have Kamsa. Who is giving us the perfect philosophies? Is he saying any words wrong over here? No. He is telling exactly what is called as a realization. He knows the things that happen. He knows the the books by heart. He knows all the theories in person. He knows them absolutely like the back of his hand. Now think about it. Is he realized? Understand this, this thing is never understood by people. I can buy heart an entire Bhagavad Gita and I can go and puke it in front of you. Okay? That doesn't give me the right to say that I am a realized person. Realization is a concept which is not understood by anybody. Only by those who are realized, they understand it and they never talk about it. But there are other people who have dissected and bisected this entire formula called realization and they have written books and books and books on it. If you go to the library or if you go to Google and try Master of Realization, This of Realization, you will get I think a whole load of books. Okay? But nobody in that is realized. Nobody. Because those who are realized will never tell that word to anybody. They will never say, I am realized. But there are other people who are going to say, what is realization all about? They are bisecting the story. They are are making small, small bits of it and saying, oh, this is what it is. This is what it is. So the philosophy, which is the spiritual aspect of this, can be put in words, but nobody can describe it. So you should never get conned by people, those who... Speak these kind of words. Understand? When people talk about the love of Christ, the love of Krishna, the love of this one, the love of that one. What? What love of this one? Okay, ten dollars. Love of that one. Basically what they are talking about is by using these kind of words you can make money on that. So don't fall for this kind of gimmickry. That is the reason why I said... Look at the words which Kamsa is saying. They are very, very pertinent, very, very important. In the bodily conception of life, one remains in darkness. That is Agyat. Basically, we are ignorant without self-realization. Thinking, I am being killed. So, normal human beings think, Oh, I am dying, I am dying, I am dying, I am dying. Those who are not realized. 
or I have killed my enemies. Do you remember these are the same words which are there from the Bhagavad Gita? Krishna says the same words to Arjuna. Says, this is what people say. I am killing or I have got killed. Two, one of the two. As long as foolish persons thus consider the self to be a killer or the killed, he continues to be responsible for material obligations and consequently he suffers the reaction of happiness and distress. Is as if think about it. Now this person has got a, terri- a terrific memory. He has taken the book from there and put over here. Right? So in your world also you will find that there are all these, all these uh, you know priests and people like that who will for everything they will give you a verse. For every every question that you ask, they will keep on reciting verses and stuff like that, and they will give you answers like nobody's business. Think of them as kamsa. Because Kamsa has also given these answers. You get what I am saying? Don't get conned. Because Kamsa is a con man par excellence. So that is the reason why I said, you know, even the great people like him are giving such type of a philosophy. Don't go by what they say. Kamsa begged, My dear sister and brother-in-law, please be merciful to such a poor-hearted person as me, since both of you are saintly persons. Please excuse my atrocities. So imagine, here we have the terrorists coming, slaughtering your entire family and the whole nation down and then you are saying, I am very sorry for what I have done, you know. But it was important. God made me do all these things. Having said this, Kamsa fell at the feet of Vasudeva and Devaki, his eyes full of tears of regret. Fully believing in the words of the goddess Durga, Kamsa exhibited his familial affection for Devaki and Vasudev by immediately releasing them from the iron shackles. When Devaki saw her brother actually repentant while explaining ordained servant event, she was relieved of all anger. And naturally as human beings we always tend to listen to all this kind of crap in our world and we say, no, 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 this is a good person, he is a right person. Similarly, Vasudev who was free from anger Smiling, he spoke to Kamsa as follows. Oh great personality, Kamsa, only by the influence of ignorance does one accept the material body and the bodily ego. What you have said about the philosophy is correct. Persons in the bodily concept of life lacking self-realization differentiate in terms of this is mine and this belongs to another. How many of us know these lines? Everybody knows these lines. Everybody can spout philosophy wherever they want to. Don't worry. If I go and tell my dog also, he will recite these lines. They tell him, you know, chicken will you a He recite it. It's like that joke which I told you last week. Okay? That fellow who goes to rob. He says, Jesus is watching. Jesus is watching. So the robber looks around here and there, who is talking? Finally he sees that there is one parrot who is talking. So he, he asks the parrot, you know, you are saying? So he says, yeah, what's your name? So he says, my name is Moses. So he says, which idiot named you? He says, the same idiot who named that dog, it is a fierce dog over there, Jesus. So Jesus is watching. So it's like that. <laughs> so the parrot could speak. And parrots do speak, by the way. <laughs> they can speak very well. So you can make the parrot also say these words. But that doesn't mean that they are spiritual in nature. Or it doesn't mean that they are realized. It doesn't even mean that they know anything about God. Nobody knows about God in first place. So, But everybody thinks they know. Everybody has this great idea. I know. The I know is called the bodily concept. And that has to be given up. Persons with a vision of differentiation are imbued with the material qualities, lamentation, jubilation, fear, envy, greed, illusions and madness. They are influenced by the immediate causes which they are busy counteracting because they have no knowledge of the remote supreme cause, the personality of God. One thing nobody understands, they can spout philosophy but nobody knows God by the way. You can spout philosophy because you can read fantastic books. You can dissect them, like you know, you are doing desert, those who do dissertation will tell you, they can write piles and piles and piles of books if they want to. 
If let us say the university says you have to write two, 1200 pages on as a dissertation, of course they will write that also. Why? Because they have to get a degree, no? So they will write. You think the person who is correcting it reads 1200 pages? No. The fellow will look uh, through one page and then maybe middle page and then last page is all boring, I don't know. Every year some idiots keep on writing the same thing. Okay, so why should I keep on reading the same thing? Okay, this fellow, maybe I'll give him less marks or maybe, oh, that person was nice to me, so let's give him more marks. That's how it works. So, still doesn't mean that that person understands. Okay. Please note this one thing very carefully. You might make, you have the greatest degree from whichever place on planet Earth. But if you don't have any practical knowledge or if you don't have actually practical experience, nothing works. Nothing works. Alright? And this is not, you know, cutting and putting biryani rice in that and heating it with water and hogya biryani tayar. No. It's over ages that it is made. <laughs> you have to learn it. Hat karab karke rakhna padta hai. So it's like that. So Sukhdeva Goswami continued. Thus having been addressed in the purity by Deviki and Vasudeva who were very much appeased, Kamsa felt pleased. With their permission, he entered the home. After that night passed, Kamsa summoned his ministers and informed them that all that had spoken by Yogamaya, who had revealed that he who was to slay Kamsa had already been born somewhere else. By the way, Yogamaya had already informed him, you know. Deko, already. After hearing their master's statement, the envious Asuras, who were enemies of the demigods and were not very expert in their dealings, advised Kamsa as follows. You know, uh, one bad man have got at least 20-30 bad men around him. You know, in office, let us try this experiment. In office, you go and you bash one person up. Bash means you talk bullshit about that person. You will have 20 people surrounding you saying, Yeah, you are right, absolutely right. You know, that person is worst character on earth. And in the evening, they will be going out to drink with the same person, by the way. Okay? But when you are there, you are talking all this, they are, they are ready to join that thing and say, Oh, yeah, I tell you, these are the people who are asuras in nature. Asuras, they are demons. Don't listen to their words. First and foremost, your brain is all chopped up and on top of it, these people are making kima out of it. I hope you understand the difference between kima and that. So they are making mincemeat of you. Why are you getting into it? So this guy is going and telling his ministers. His ministers are bigger chamchas than anybody. So he is telling him, you know, this is what uh, Yogamaya told me. So what are they saying? If this is so, king of the Bhoja dynasty, beginning today we shall kill all the children born in the villages, towns and pasturing grounds within the past 10 days or slightly more. Now, Yogamaya has said, you know, there is this child is born somewhere else. So why can we, can we not go and kill the children who are born in this particular period? The demigods always fear the sound of your bowstring. They are constantly in anxiety, afraid of fighting. Therefore, what can they do by their endeavours to harm you? So, being, while being pierced by your arrows, which you discharge on all sides, some of them who are injured by the multitude of the rows, who desired to leave, fled the battlefield, intent on escaping, defeated and bereft of all the weapons. Some of the demigods gave up fighting and praised you with folded hands. And some of them appeared before you with loosened garments and hair and said, Oh Lord, we are very much afraid of you. This is past story they are telling. They are giving one background to him. When the demigods are bereft of their chariots, when they forget how to use their weapons, when they are fearful or attached to something other than fighting, or when the bows are broken and they have thus lost their ability to fight, your majesty does not kill them. You understand what is being said over here? You see, your enemies are the demigods. You are fighting them. And many a time when you are fighting, what happens is, the person in front of you becomes a very miserable person. Like that, he becomes like a mouse. And when he becomes like a mouse, what do you do? You feel sad for that person. 
सैड यानी से बिचारा आदमी कैसा है वॉट डू मीन बाई बिचारा देर इज नो बिचारा इन दिस वर्ल्ड इट्स द नेचर विच इज मेकिंग दम एक्ट इन फ्रंट ऑफ यू डोंट गेट कॉन्ड बाय देर एक्टिंग नो बडी नो बडी ऑन दिस प्लानट अर्थ कैन लीव देयर नेचर डोंट एवर फॉरगेट दिस स्टेटमेंट those who have a particular nature will always remain like that till the very end because they are driven by that unless and until they go under the chatrachaya of the lord or they become the great devotees of the lord then things can change but think from the lord's point of view i want you to think from the lord's point of view why will the lord want them to change their nature the lord doesn't want them to change their nature the lord wants them to use their nature for doing his job in the world remember this this is a very important statement i don't know if you if you understand then you will know so if you have a certain nature that nature has been imbibed in you is got got instilled in your blood for a particular reason don't forget that use it for the good of mankind use it so that people will be benefited by it all right think about it from this point of view that there are people in this world some people can fight to the nail they are good fighters okay from childhood till the till they grow up they have been fighting 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 and fighting for everything they want to argue for everything they want to fight for everything they want to give bashing to the party opposite all right you may say that's a bad nature correct everybody will say that's a bad nature but why has god given that nature to that person can that nature be used in the event in the future so that something good can come out of it can we use this people for fighting the battles of course can we use these people so that they can become the front end people you know those who know about the game of uh, football and all you know center forwards you know how center forwards they, how they tackle and they go ahead dar 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 like that those are the guys who are needed they are the offensive person they are offending whereas the defensive line is behind you know the defense people are different then those who are right in front they are the ones who have to score the goal so they have to be very offensive in nature they have to do like that and the people those who are standing the half line is there that line those who are standing on this side they are the defensive type so there are these kind of people and we have to use them in the right capacity those who have seen this movie you know the sharukh khan chak chak de something chak de india does he not use everybody in their right you know whatever they are good at he uses everybody he understands everybody's pulse and gives them the right position where they are supposed to be remember the goalkeeper the right person the person who is center forward the right person absolutely right people very aggressive in front very this in whatever is needed so this nature has been given to you as well and the people around that nature is to be used very positively in the very positive format you have to use that nature so those who can speak properly why do you think that nature has been given to them so that they can give speeches they can uh, do arguments they can go and fight in you know where where there are Uh, debates happening maybe they can go and talk and those who can win over arguments they become lawyers you know understand that the lawyer is always basically looking at winning arguments he is not interested in the, his focus is very clear her focus is very clear maybe a woman also this is how i have to behave and you have to be like that so understand every human being has been given this nature and this nature is embedded inside that person 
and because it is embedded inside that person they have to make proper usage of that nature of theirs for a god godly purpose and the same nature you can use for a miserable purpose also by the way you can become the worst creature on earth also no why not use it positively and gain something out of it so this this is how the nature has been designed so the demigods what were they doing they are basically gods isn't it earlier we were talking about rakshasas asuras and here we are talking about demigods now the demigods they had bowed down and what happens the demigods boast uselessly while they are away from the battlefield only when there is no fighting can they show their prowess therefore for such demigods we have nothing to fear as for lord vishnu he is a seclusion in the core of the heart of the yogis these people also know where the lord lives he lives in the heart of the yogis as for lord shiva he has gone to the forest and as for lord brahma he is always engaged in austerities and meditation the other demigods headed by indra are devoid of prowess therefore you have nothing to fear so they are telling the king nonetheless because of their enmity or option opinion is that the demigods should not be neglected therefore to uproot them completely engage us in fighting with them for we are ready to follow you they want to kill all the children remember this as a disease i initially neglected becoming acute and impossible to cure or as the senses if do not controlled at first are impossible to control later an enemy if neglected in the beginning later becomes insurmountable so what is the advice that they are giving their king they are saying remember you have to cut everything nip it in the bud destroy that thing right away otherwise tomorrow it can become very big this is also our cases isn't it if we have something that <laughs> that it can grow into something very massive we have to actually nip it in the bud only the foundation of all the demigods is lord vishnu who lives and worship wherever there is a religious principle traditional culture the vedas cows brahmanas austerity and sacrifices with proper remuneration o king we who are your adherents in all respect shall therefore kill the vedic brahmanas the persons engaged in offering sacrifices and austerities and the cows that supply milk from which clarified butter is obtained for the ingredients of sacrifices so what is it that they are they are telling him they are giving him an example how they can go and destroy the entire goodness that is there in the land so he says that remember the brahmanas are the one who are praising the lord no so can we go and kill them the brahmanas the cows vedic knowledge austerity truthfulness control of the mind and the senses faith mercy tolerance and sacrifice of the different parts of the body of lord vishnu and they are paraphernalia for a godly civilization these are the good things that make the civilization better and there are things which can make the reverse of this makes it bad so what are the things the brahmanas the knower of brahma the cows vedic knowledge the divine knowledge that is there austerity truthfulness control of the mind and senses faith mercy tolerance and sacrifice are the different parts of the body of lord vishnu and they are the paraphernalia of the godly civilization so these demons know this very well lord vishnu the super soul within the core of everyone's heart is the ultimate enemy of the asuras and is therefore known as asuradvit he is the leader of the demigods because all the demigods including lord shiva and lord brahma exist under his protection the great saintly persons sages and vaishnavas depend upon him to persecute the vaishnavas therefore is the only way to kill vishnu so how do you kill the lord when you destroy these people around him naturally when you destroy the people who are near and dear to him they the lord will get destroyed this is the way of their thinking subdev goswami continued thus having considered the instructions of the bad ministers kamsa who was bound by the laws of yamraja and devoid of good intelligence because he was a demon decided to persecute the same saintly people the brahmanas and the only way to achieve his own good fortune these demons the followers of kamsa were expert at persecuting others especially the vaishnavas and could assume any form they desired after giving these demons permission to go everywhere and persecute the saintly persons kamsa entered his palace so he was the king he had only to give the command go and do this surcharged with passion and ignorance and not knowing what was good or bad for them the asuras for whom impending death was waiting 
began the persecution of the saintly people so what does the, what do these people do the asuras they say the only way of destroying the lord is to first destroy these kind of people those who are good enough in this world so all the good gets destroyed if all the good gets destroyed then what happens then the lord is bereft of all the good people and everything bad only will take the form over there isn't this what is happening in the world today that's exactly what is happening isn't it you will find that there are lots of these people who have joined certain armies they are destroying people they are killing so many people left right and center you see today's newspaper there is about that lady who got captured and she was supposed to have become the wife of that person but on the contrary she was raped every single day she died she was a news reporter but this is how they behave they become very demonic in nature my dear king when a man persecutes great souls all his benediction of longevity beauty fame religion blessing and promotion to higher planet will be destroyed remember this anybody who do does this kind of a thing what are the things that he is destroyed what what are the things that do not stay with him that is longevity beauty fame religion that's the religious principles the person doesn't follow religious principles blessings and promotion to higher planets that is rising higher into the planetary system going to the heavens is destroyed he has to go to hell so that will be destroyed so we have come to the end of this chapter so i shall stop over here next week we shall do the meeting of nanda maharaj and vasudev so today you have heard how kamsa from one side where he is come to kill the child sees that the child vanishes into the air leaves his sister and brother in law giving them some fundu philosophy about spirituality about how god is and what he does and how things happen and so the 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 theories are perfect by the way the principles are perfect they are clear they are they are the vedas and the shastras what he spouts is correct knowledge but with a evil in the heart with very nice tongue you can say some good things but if you have something bad going on inside of you that's not the right thing to do that evil will pull itself out tomorrow in the future and that thing can turn very nasty or very dirty so always be careful how you speak and don't get into these kind of things all right so if you have any questions you can ask me you can start with